Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we, Jillian and Morgan, review a romance book, drink something yummy, laugh our asses off, and rant about what we loved, what we didn't, and of course, talk about hot, smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We would like to note that this is an explicit podcast where we may talk about many taboo topics that include explicit sex scenes, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hello. Hi. Hi, Morgan. Hello. How's it going? It's going. How are you? Hanging in, man. Still winter here, still snowy, still cold, Mm. still what it is. Yeah, it's supposed to rain today. Yeah. I hope it's not icy. Ugh. I know. Hey, what are you buzzing about? Ooh, I have a good one. And I'm I know I'm real excited. She is, too. So, I got Sam Smith concert tickets. Yeah, you did. I, here's the thing. I wanted to get Taylor Swift tickets. Obviously, we know that's impossible. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, I want to get Morgan Wallen tickets. And I'm very well aware that my musical tastes right now are like, what the fuck's <laughs> happening? Uh, couldn't get Morgan Wallen tickets because that's near impossible. So then Sam Smith comes out and he releases some U.S. states. And Chicago was the closest to us. And it was on my actual birthday. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be. And I was like, this is it. This is the universe telling me this is the time in which you can get your fucking concert tickets. Um, because I have some of the best friends in the world. One of them helped me get them. And I am, I can't even tell you how fucking excited I am. I know. I'm I'm not yelling and jumping up right now because <laughs> I'm trying to be professional, but I'm so fucking stoked. Like anything about this podcast is professional. Right, I know. But God, I'm just so excited. I just can't wait. I know. You're so excited. I'm excited for you. Happy birthday to me in August. Yeah. Lucky for my husband, he doesn't have to get me a gift now because that's his gift to me. I know. You just have to wait like six months for it. Right. That is what it is. Right. Yeah. What about you? What are you about? Um, speaking of birthdays, mm. mine actually happens to be next week. Yeah. So like we did last year, mm-hmm. uh, when it's your birthday, you get to pick what you want yep. uh, to do the podcast episode on. So I picked the Banker series by Penelope Sky. Mm-hmm. Three books. So good. She never disappoints. No. We've done her before. Yep. Uh, we did the Skull King and we did the Lesser series. Mm-hmm. I love Penelope Sky. I love how she writes mafia fucking assholes. That are no fucking joke. These guys are fucking ruthless. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's almost like I read them and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't like this, but I do. Exactly. You know, like that's how I feel when I read her books. Like what, why are you loving this? I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I get out of every series I read of hers. But that's what you're going to have to read then this week is the Banker series. I'm down. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Yay. Hey, so for this week, though, we read a book. Yes. Do you know what we read? We read uh, Ruined, which is an Ethan Frost novel. Um, we're going to talk about the first two books. I believe there are four in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're really going to focus on the first book. Jill did not read the second one. I did. So I'll just slightly touch base at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it is written by Tracy Wolf. Yep. Uh, Tracy is most famously known for her, uh, young adult series, Crave. Yes. 
I don't know if you guys have heard about it. We have not read it. Um, I don't tend to read young adult. They're not smutty enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm past like the love story phase of my reading life. Fair enough. Uh, but that is what she is known for. Mm-hmm. Um, this book I read many, many years ago, like eight years ago. I don't know why it stuck with me, but here we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so here's what you got. Here's your stats, yo. You have Chloe. She's like 20. Uh, she's an intern. She's going to law school. She's working for this big company who happens to be owned by Ethan Frost, our main dude. He's the owner slash CEO slash billionaire slash most eligible bachelor. Everything yeah. that they're supposed to be in these books. That's what Ethan Frost is. Yes. Okay. So you get this like chance meeting, right? So one of the cool things about working for this company is that your meals are all paid for. Mm -hmm. It's a very big deal. Imagine that. I know, right? So that's why she can afford to be an intern. Uh, She's got a really cool best friend that she's living with that kind of rent free. And now her meals are all paid. So she's able to kind of deal with this being an intern and starting at the bottom because she's going to be for this great company. Right. Anyway, so she is in between meetings. She needs something to eat. She wants like a smoothie. She goes to the smoothie station and she sees this like hot dude and he's instructing the actual worker who makes the smoothies on how to make a proper smoothie. As in like 32 blueberries, no more, no less. Right. Like specific amounts of specific ingredients. And At first, I think she thinks it's like off-putting because she's like, why in the world are you like instructing this poor boy like on how to do this to like, you're just taking up all this time Mm -hmm. and I need to get my order in. And then they start with the banter, right? So he basically slides a smoothie over to her and she's like, but I didn't get to order what I wanted. He's like, but you're going to want this. It's the Ethan special. You're going to want it. And she's like, nope, I don't want that. I want what I want to order and I need somebody to make it for me. So he thinks she's adorable right off the bat. Mm -hmm. She thinks he's egotistical right off the bat. And of course you find out later on, she has no idea that he is the owner um, and he has no idea she's an intern, but he finds out pretty quickly. She finds out pretty quickly and now she's mortified. I do want to say the thing that I liked about this smoothie encounter is she continuously tells him, I do not want this fucking smoothie. Mm -hmm. And finally she gets her smoothie that she ordered and she goes to walk away and she pauses and she turns around and she tries this fucking smoothie and he's happy about it. And he's like, so did you like it? And she turns around and she's like, no, disgusting as I thought I hate blueberries. And I thought, okay, mm-hmm. up front, I like this girl. Mm-hmm. She's funny. She takes no shit. She's got her life together or so it seems. Right. Right. I do love the best friend, Tori. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really funny. Tell it like it is, which is usually the characters I like when it comes to a best friend. Agreed. Because that's how I like my best friends. Mm-hmm. So she goes back and she sort of tells Tori, but not the whole story. Right. And then a package shows up on their door. Yeah. And it is a bunch of strawberries and a blender mm-hmm. like a vitamin x really expensive blender mm-hmm. and his business card and his, business and card. his phone number yeah and so tori's like oh my god this is from ethan frost like rich most eligible bachelor and she's like no that guy was not ethan frost mm-hmm. 
So she's like, this must be yeah. from the company. Yeah. They must do this for their right. employees. And her is like, no, you're being a dumb bitch. Yeah, That's you're you're an idiot. Yeah. <clears throat> so they have to Google him. Yep, yeah, and they do. And she quickly realizes that, yep, sir, that was Ethan Frost. And she's like, well, I cannot accept this blender, but I'm going to keep the strawberries. <sighs> okay. I hate this fucking blender. This blender is going to keep coming up. And I hate this fucking mm-hmm. blender. Yeah. Seriously. How do you return a blender? I mean, Jesus. Because that's what she's doing. The next day, she's huffing and puffing into the CEO's office to be like, here's your blender. Right. Also, I ate a strawberry. (laughs) Right. But here's the blender. Why? What was the entire point of that? Obviously, it was to see him again. But she's telling you, no. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with any man. I want to focus on my career and blah, blah, blah. And I can't get involved with the CEO. All he's done is sent her a fucking blender. Focus on your career. But God damn it, keep the fucking nice blender. I don't know what the problem is here. Yeah. Here's the thing. Just as a small note, they go back and forth. He sends back the blender. She returns it. He sends back the blender. Finally, she's like, why do you keep sending it back? And at this point, he's like, what's the principle now? Mm Mm-hmm. You're keeping this motherfucking blender. Yes. You know. And I think at the by the end of the whole bickering, yeah. he, she keeps it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, because he, like, sm- blends up a smoothie and sends it back over and says you can't return right. something that's been used. So, but she finds it adorable smart. at that time. I mean, that's smart. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, here, yeah. here's what you got. Here, this is what you have for a really long time. Yeah. He wants her... She wants him, but she's not going to tell him. So she's going to push him away because you find out something is wrong with her and that she's all fucked up and doesn't Mm -hmm. deserve someone like him. The push and the pull, the misunderstandings. Uh, It went on so long. I think that's my thing uh, with books like this is I read this book at the very beginning of like my romance book journey. Mm -hmm. And... The slow burn is great when you start that journey. Mm -hmm. But after you read as many books as we do, I don't have time for a slow burn. Right. Like, I expect full-blown, hot, dirty, nasty sex within the first four chapters. Yeah. And that's pushing it. Right. But this is a book that's older. Right. This is an older book. This is not... And you need to think about, to the author, this is not her... Her, her forte is young adult. Mm-hmm. So that is young adult. The slow burn with maybe a sex scene. Right. This had sex. It good did. sex. Very good sex. It just took a while to get there. Yeah. So to, I feel like this would be a good book when someone comes up to me and says, like, I've never read books like this before. Like, what do you want to start me on? Mm-hmm. Like, this man is a good one. I feel like I would throw this in there because the sex is really good and it does have a good slow burn. But this point in my romance book journey it's too long with slow burn Mm -hmm. a good one but too long of one this is where i didn't really care much for chloe because her reasonings although i understand them yeah like of course the main thing she's gonna go to is that she's an intern and he's the owner and that's just a big fat no yeah and he's like well listen i'm like seven there's like seven bosses between you know right. i don't really technically sign your yeah. paychecks like my corporation does well also he specifically says there is no policy that says that 
we can't date each other. Right. He doesn't have that written in his rules. Right. And whatever it is we end up being to each other has nothing to do with your internship right. here. He's like, I'm not hands-on. I don't get in the way. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just an excuse. Yeah. And it is an excuse mm -hmm. because what you're having is that you find out she was abused. Something horrible happened to her. Of course, she has a shitty fucking family. Yeah. And she's had to pull herself up by her bootstraps to get where she is. And she's working for everything that yeah. she has. And you have to respect that. Yeah. I absolutely do. Yeah. But she's not going to allow herself this attraction for Ethan. But she can't control yeah. it either. So again, push and pull, push and pull, push and pull. She's like the epitome of, you know how they say your passion never affect your present or future. Right. Right. So uh, someone's past rights is, is a part of someone's journey, mm -hmm. but I don't know your, whatever situation you're in your current boyfriend, you should not be punishing your current significant other based on mistakes of past boyfriends. Right. She is the epitome of this. Yes. Her past is affecting literally everything in her present. Yes. She thinks that it's not, but every decision she makes is based on her past and I'm over it. Yeah. Grow up and move on. Yeah. And he actually is being the billionaire playboy. He's not coming at her. Like he's a billionaire playboy that just wants to fuck. Yeah. Like he's coming at her. Like there's something here. Yeah. I want to explore it. I want to know everything about you. I want to date you yeah. all these things. Yeah. So sex doesn't even really come into it for a really long time. Right. Now, there is a lot of heavy petting, yeah. okay? There's a lot of touchy feelings. There's a lot of, I'm going to make you feel good. And then you get into her psyche of it mm -hmm. is like, do I deserve this? And then can I go through with this? Yeah. And then I do want him, but I have these feelings about what happened to me. And then again, it takes you out of the sex. Yeah. 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 Or the sexy moment yes. that you're having. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's what you end up finding out. And she doesn't tell him for a long time, but this is her story. Basically, her dad is like a con man. Mm -hmm. Move them around. So he's conning people and trying to get in with the richy rich of society. She's super smart. So as a teenager, she gets into like a really good private school on a scholarship. Mm -hmm. She starts hanging out with richy rich kids. Richie rich boy rapes her after a party one night. Right. Her family's given hush money. And he was never prosecuted. She and had to recant her statement. Exactly. Yeah. So that's fucked up. Because yeah. not only did something horrible happen to you, yeah. but your family didn't back you, didn't support right. you. They benefited right. from what happened to you. Yeah. So that, I mean, having that happen to you, like granted, there's no love loss between her and her family. Because in this book, the mother is constantly calling and yeah. she's not returning mom's yeah. calls. So she doesn't want anything to do with her family except for her brother. Right. But her family is fucking her brother over too. Yeah. And that's like a thing. Her brother's so, like genius level smart and comes up with all these ideas. And then her father sells them for money. Right. And that's why she became the type of lawyer she is because she wants to protect people like her brother. Exactly. And her family got like $3 million yeah. for her not to, you know, go right. forth with whatever and ruining yeah. this, whatever dudes, but what, so she doesn't live there anymore, yeah. but it still affects her yeah. to this day. So that's why she's working so hard and being what she is. She's never really dated. She hasn't had sex. She doesn't date. Like she just sticks strictly to wanting to have a successful career. Yeah. 
Probably so that her and her brother can like try to be happy away from their shitty fucking parents and the horrible things that happened to them as kids. Okay. So what you know from Ethan is not very much. No. You just know that he likes philanthropy. I can never say the word. He's a really charitable dude. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can't say the word. He's all about like, how can I better people's lives? Right. And he comes from, so his father was in the military. He died in the military. So a lot of his charitable donations go to like vet hospitals. And that's what his business does. Like they build and make things for wounded vets. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of know like that's his background, and then you learn that after his dad died, his mom got remarried to some rich guy and uh, brought the rich guy had a son. And once that happened, either was kind of pushed out. Right. Because he wasn't special till he had money. Right. And then when he had money, that's when he quote unquote became a part of the family. Yeah. His own family. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the brother gets in trouble a lot. Yeah. And so Ethan feels like he has to bail the brother yeah. out because the parents suck. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and yes, he is the CEO of this company, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they're trying to do is merge with another company, but essentially Ethan's company is going to absorb this company. Yeah. They're going to become Ethan Frost, yeah. whatever, Frost Industries, whatever it's called. Okay. So... Here's something that that uh, she does that I just cannot stand. So Ugh. Chloe. So Chloe is to the point to where she's enjoying the orgasms that mm-hmm. he's giving her. Rather, he finger her, eat her out that's or whatever. But they're not having yeah. sex yet. But she's enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But she's also still pushing him away. So it's like all orgasm. And then I have orgasm regret. And now I have to go away and I have to push you away. But here, <laughs> here's something right. that she does that I really don't like. Yeah. So she's in as an intern and part of the the law area she's in on this merger Mm -hmm. so he comes in all business-like and he's threatening the owners of the company he's trying to buy he was like this has gone on long enough you fuckers are avoiding every contract at every turn i will take it all from you or you can cash this motherfucking check so she turns against ethan she believes that she's trying to root for the little guy, right? So she's like, why in the world, you being a big corporation coming in and absorbing this little corporation, are you treating them in this way? And she doesn't know the backstory. She has no idea what the backstory is on this other company. She just assumes. And so Ethan comes at her like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And then takes her to one of the pharmaceutical companies that are helping vets and then let her see what he does. And then she has to apologize. And she has yeah. struggles to apologize. Well, it's like, first of all, grow up. Yeah. You know? It was super rude. Right. Grow up. Also, you like this guy. Granted, you're running a mile in the other direction, but that's your own issue. Mm-hmm. You let him give you orgasms. You like him. Do you actually think that this is who he is as a person? Yeah. And her girl, her best friend, Tori, she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, you love this guy. You researched him before you even knew him. You wanted to work for this company because of how awesome he was. And now you're using this as a way to run away. Mm-hmm. Like grow up, get over it, stop it. Yeah. And I'm just, at this point for me, I, 
felt like she was so childish and so selfish. And again, using the past as a crutch to run. Exactly. And I was over it. Yeah. So that's kind of like my first issue, big issue with her was that. And I don't, I think at the time that I read this, I wasn't sure if I was going to like her again. I wasn't sure if she was going to be redeemable mm -hmm. because although he's not my normal, yeah. um, because and strictly it's because he's not an asshole. No, he's so not. he's very sweet and yeah. very kind from the beginning. And he's got a little dirty talk to yeah. him and I appreciate that. And I think he is the way he's described. Yeah. He's very attractive, but he's not my normal cup yeah. of tea. But I was behind him yeah, on this too. because he's done zero to like to make you yeah. think that he's that big of an asshole. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I struggled with her. Um, eventually, though, we do get to some sex. Yes. But in order for you to be able to have that, she has to tell him her story. Right. Because she, I don't know, he's doing something and she like freaks Freezes. the fuck out. So yeah. she explains to him about the rape. He's like, give me this motherfucker's name. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. We're not doing this. I just, this is the, this is the situation I'm in and this is where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. And he respects that. And he does do things that try to distract her mind. And he's very supportive. Uh, and again, I'm thinking to myself, this is like the perfect man. Mm -hmm. Why are you running? He gets her these super thoughtful gifts. Like little trinkets. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. Not a fucking blender. Yep. Um, I think I think the sex, especially at the beginning, um, I think it was careful. It was careful. It had to be. And didn't want I to understand. Her. Yeah. yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But it was careful. Yeah. So you've kind of waited and you've got this like build up, yeah. and then you have to acknowledge yeah. all the horrible things yeah. and then you have this careful sex scene. Yeah. So, but at that point, then though, they're gonna start fucking like crazy. Right. And it's all very lovey. It's all yeah. very, we're dating, we're together. We've only known each other a couple weeks, yeah. but we're both in love, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I think we're to the point to where you think you know everything about him. Uh, she might not know everything about him at, mm -hmm. at this point. I think she's understanding him as a businessman now and yeah. she's understanding him as a boyfriend, mm -hmm. but I think she is in her little bliss. So she hasn't really talked to him a whole lot about his family, yeah. but you don't see anything coming from right. his direction. Yeah. And for her, although she let it out of the bag that she was raped and she was abused, I don't think she's told him at this time that there was money involved to pay her off for her silence. Yeah. So she's feeling a little shame about that. She's feeling like if I should have turned that down, but I didn't, I did what others right. wanted me to do. And she feels shame for that. Which is her issue with money. Mm -hmm. And it, it kind of gets to the point where he buys her these things and she refuses to accept them. Yeah. Every and time it's a every fight. Time. And uh, eventually he does, he is a real fucking big asshole. And he's like, Listen up. What is your goddamn deal? Mm -hmm. Because I'm rich. So I'm going to buy you things. Mm -hmm. You need to fucking get over it. Yeah. End of discussion. Um, But yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot of push and pull for her. And I, I legitimately do not understand why. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get that you have a past, mm -hmm. but Nothing about what's happening currently now in the present with this specific man would make any woman run. Right. I'm just so confused about that. Mm -hmm. 
And she keeps doing it. Mm -hmm. Every chance she gets, as long as she was able to enjoy the orgasm first. Correct. Yeah. So that got a little, it got a little annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as all things do, monkey wrenches have to happen. Something has to go down that causes your little love bliss to go away. Because at this point, they are having sex. And although there is little fights and stuff here and there, and they're still learning each other, they are very much together as a couple. And they're going to be separated for the first time because he has to go on a business trip. So let's pause here. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back. Hey, Smut Hive listeners, just a quick reminder, don't forget to go onto our TikTok and Instagram page, like, follow, do all the fun things. We also have a link in our Instagram bio that takes you to Spotify and Apple. Leave us a review. And we're back. Yep. Okay. He goes on a business trip. Right. Well, before that, though, there's a gift that he gives her. Oh, you like this. I do. Okay. So he, he, she opens up a Tiffany's box and like, it's always a ring or right. a bracelet right. or a necklace. This is a belly chain. Mm-hmm. Never have I read this being a gift in any book ever. I don't think so. Very unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, the situation is essentially you are mine, but this is your collar, mm-hmm. but no one actually sees it. Right. Just for you and I. Yep. Which I thought was kind of cute. And sexy. And sexy. Yeah. And it's covered in diamonds. And Tori does point out that it's a $40,000 gift. And of course, Chloe loses her fucking mind, but she's not going to return it. Right. But it's just another thing that she holds issue with. Yeah. Get over it. I know. I'm sorry. You want to give me a $40,000 belly chain that's covered in diamonds? Yes, please. I'm so sorry. You had me at Tiffany's box. Okay. Right. Like, like what the f- And even Tori says like, bitch, it was in a Tiffany's box. What the fuck did you think this was? Exactly. Like, yeah. There's nothing I'm going to return right. coming in a Tiffany's box. Get you need to get with the it. fucking program. Right. Anyway. Okay. So everything's going great, right? So Ethan goes on this business trip and then it's the first time they've been apart for however many weeks or whatever. So she's texting him and he texts her back a a little bit, Mm -hmm. but then all of a sudden it's like radio silence. Yes. And essentially he let ghost her. For days. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be back. It's been a couple of days. Now he's supposed to be back. They already had dinner plans. She's dressed and ready for dinner. He's doesn't show. Doesn't show. He's never texted her back. Never answered when she calls nothing. So she doesn't think that he ghosted her. She thinks something horrible has happened to him. Yeah. So she goes to his house. Yeah. She knows the code. She's able to get in. She bangs on the door. Finally, he opens it. And what does she find? He looks like shit. He's beat to a pulp. Yeah. Black eye, cut lip, bruised all over. And she's like, uh, what the actual fuck happened to you? Yeah. And he's like cold. Right. Like answers her, but it's like not... It's like he's kind of like blank, mm-hmm. just like blank, cold, closed off. Uh, and she, she's like, what in the fuck's happening here? Yeah. And he's like, I'm not good for you. We shouldn't do this. We can't, we shouldn't be together. It's, you know, essentially he's trying to get out. Yeah. He like dumps her. Yeah. And he just tells her it's me, not you. Like, yeah. don't think it's you. It really is me, but yeah. I can't do this and I don't want to be with you. And she's having none of it. She refuses to accept his responses, won't listen to him. 
starts like ripping this belly chain off of her body. It's like cutting into her skin. She's bleeding all over the place. And he starts panicking because she's bleeding and she's having a fucking panic attack. It's a goddamn mess. It is a mess. It is a mess because it it's this argument, right? right? And this like, why are you doing this to me? And I'm not good enough for you. And then all of a sudden it's like sex. Like right. we just have to fuck and yeah. we just have to fuck right now. Yeah. Like it just has to happen. I think he, because he starts realizing like he cares that she's doing these things to herself like he cares that she's panicking he cares that she's bleeding so now he's like trying to rewind like I tried to stay away from you but like you're not letting me and I can and I don't want to let you go because like I love you let's have sex right and they do yeah because she's like if this is going to be the the end like let's do it let's do it I need to have this again we just have to do this right now and then, of course, he decides, never mind, just forget that I dumped you because I don't want to dump you. I want us to be together. And now she's going to be like, well, too fucking bad. Right. Are you kidding me? So now we got a couple more chapters of push and pull. Right. But that's the thing. It, this entire time, she doesn't actually leave the house. Like no. they're, they're having like this entire full-blown argument. fight, sex, argument. And then finally, she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what the fuck was all this other shit for then if you're just going to give in anyway? Yeah. And he's telling her, I made a mistake. I never meant to dump you. You are everything to me. I know that I love you. I think he tells her that Mm -hmm. he loves her. I'm not quite sure. But he's telling her, I have like this fucked up family situation. And I thought I was doing something right, but I ended up doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. And then I got into this big fight with my brother. And this is why I look this way. And she's like, what the fuck, a brother? And he explains to her that he, his brother gets in trouble all the time and he tries to help him get him out of it. But they got into a fight and blah, blah, blah. So Anyway, he feels like shit. He looks like shit. They're going to stay together. They're not going to fuck again. Right. But he needs to go take a shower and, like, put ice on his face yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and then the doorbell rings. Right. So she goes to answer it. And I think the book ends with, uh, hey, Chloe, long time no see. Mm-hmm. And Brand, in the end of the story, she says, like, Brandon is standing in front of me. Mm-hmm. End of book. Right. And Brandon is the rich guy that raped her when Correct. she was a teenager. So. And he's beat up too. Yeah. So the second book opens and she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? She notices he's beat up and realizes that Brandon, her rapist, is Ethan's brother. Right. Half brother. Mind blown. Mm-hmm. So she, now this is obviously the second book, so I'm not going to go into a huge ish thing with it because Jill has not read it, but she turns around, Ethan's there. He's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know how to tell you. And she's like, we cannot be together. Right. This cannot work. Every time I look at you, I see him. This will never work. And yeah. she. At this point, I don't right. blame her. So when she, you told yeah. this to me, I was like, oh. Yeah. So she leaves her belly chain behind, which is, like, the significance of their relationship. Right. And she leaves. Like, just leaves. Don't blame her. And he lets her go. Yeah. So they don't talk for weeks. Like, he tries to contact her to, like, explain she's having none of it. Mm -hmm. And then he throws, they end up, like, closing on that merger. 
and he throws like this big party and so they end up seeing each other at this party but he's like acting like she doesn't exist Mm -hmm. he's doing it because he thinks that that's what she needs because she told him that when she looks at him she sees her rapist Mm -hmm. so he's trying to like just be invisible right and she's mad because he is not paying attention to her. Of course. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, so she and like they end up like meeting, running into each other, like out on the beach or something. And he explains the whole situation. And it come to find out his mother had told him that her dad was blackmailing the family. Right. And that Brandon did not actually rape this girl. He just wanted money. And so when he went to go research her father, he did in fact find that he was a con man. Mm -hmm. So he didn't ask any more questions. He paid the $3 million. Now we know this as readers. Chloe does not know that that $3 million payment came from Ethan yet. Mm. So whatever, they fuck against a wall in the rain on the beach, whatever it is, hot and sexy. (laughs) Um, And they get back together. Now, from this point forward, it's a lot of him not telling her full truths because he doesn't want to hurt her because it has to deal with Brandon. And he's trying to not bring up the past because he doesn't want it to affect the relationship. And she's like, you're essentially lying to me because you're not telling me you need to tell me it's like my decision. If I don't want to know, like I deserve to know everything. Right. And so they do, it's a lot of back and forth between that and hiding apparently. <coughs> so, yeah. he, cause he's not being forthcoming with right. knowing she doesn't right. know. He knows all right. that he knows. Yeah. So, I mean, End of story, she finds out that it was Ethan's money that paid off her family, and she, like, loses her shit. Yeah. Um, I don't think I blame her again. No. Then, But then she realizes that, like, she's a mess without him. She loves him. Life is worse without him in it. And... And he didn't know. Right. He didn't... Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know. I mean, he paid the money, but he didn't know. Yeah. And so she forgives him. They jet off to vegas and get eloped and get married knock on this is like in a three-month time frame well you know it happens so that's book two Hmm. book two is better than book one okay in my opinion yeah just because she i feel like she's got reason to run Mm -hmm. in the second book so like i i get her in the second book the first book i was like this bitch is annoying me you know (laughs) so yeah yeah that's kind of like the premise of book two i did not even touch on a fourth of it but yeah okay so lots of crazy Mm -hmm. all right what would you dick score this book (sighs) well probably a 3.7 okay only because the slow burn was slow mm-hmm. and i didn't love her right I, you had to wait to the mid of the second book for me to love her that's too long mm-hmm. because then you really have to do something to like turn my tide yeah so i'll go to 3.7 i'm gonna do 3.5 um pretty much all the same reasons the slow burn was a little too slow for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like him. However, he's not my normal, yeah. you know, genre of dude. 
Um, I didn't care for her. I appreciated um, that she needed to protect herself, but I think that the things that she was trying to convince herself against him were just ridiculous after a while and it needed to stop. It went on too long. Yeah. Um, And I didn't get interested until the end. Yeah. Like the cliffhanger was great. Yeah. And I did call you right away to be like, okay, listen, I know you just read this and you need to just tell it to me right now. I need to know what happens. Why are they both beat up? And then you're like, it's his brother. And I'm like, no way. So I did find that part to be interesting. So I will read book two. Yeah. Um, But only because I want Chloe to be able to redeem herself for me because although we like the smutty books and we like the men in these books and we spend a lot of time talking about all the traits that they have that get us on but at the same time like we have to like the chick yeah and in book one of this although understandable I don't like her yeah and so I'm not invested in her getting Mm -hmm. you know the rich awesome guy at the end I will say that there is something to be said for us to both like a male character that we don't normally exactly he's a sweetie pie he with his zero asshole zero Mm -hmm. but i still rooted for him and i still liked him which is pretty rare because normally the guys have to be like i'm gonna stab you after i kidnap you for me to like them i know you know yeah so and kudos for the author to make a cliffhanger like that because i've read a couple books that have left in a cliffhanger and i'm like meh whatever right and i move on right but like this book i'm like i must get the second book i have to know who Mm -hmm. this person is so kudos to her because she really did build it up to have me buy the second book that's true you know yeah well i mean for next week though we're gonna go right back to the normal asshole that you know we love and adore asshole killer again penelope sky this is what she does so as we talked about in the beginning of the episode next week is my birthday episode and i picked the banker series by penelope sky it's three books the banker the dictator and the tyrants you're going to fucking love this book series can't wait. I know. You would pick three books. Of course I would. But we all know what kind of book I'm going to pick on my birthday. I know it's going to be a reverse harem. <laughs> I have six months to prepare myself for another fucking reverse harem in my life that yeah. usually has five books in it. So. You are welcome. Oh, yay. Okay, well, right now it's about me. Yep. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.